particularly in this case, in the franchises. The Money Show. The Markets. On to Arthur Karras at Old Mutual Investment Group. He's our market commentator this evening. And Arthur Karras, welcome to The Money Show tonight. U.S. markets are closed for a public holiday, and that seems to have caused things to calm down quite a lot globally, where European markets have been positive, and the JSE today certainly had a, a much calmer day. Yes, we've had a we've had a, a, a very difficult period, really, on the back of that um, that huge U.S. inflation number, um, which has led to everyone being quite convinced that we're going to see some very sharp interest rate hikes, um, and that's led to concerns about those ultimately leading to a recession, and uh, hence a very uh, rough couple of days during a rough month. Yeah, but it has been rough, and I'm hoping you can hear me, Arthur. The line doesn't sound great this evening. What were the standout features of today's JSE trading for you? I think what we could see is some of the some of the differences in some of the underlying stocks coming through. So our mining stocks did quite well, uh, being Glencore and Anglo American, partly on the back of a very good trading update from Glencore. Uh, last week. But then on the other hand, uh, BHP Billiton, the world's biggest mining company, which earns the majority of its money from iron ore these days, had a rough day on the back of that. Our banks, looking very good, again last week came out with about a 7% increase that for, being for May in their, in their lending. So that seems to show that South Africans are coming back and lending, both corporates and um, and individuals. So that seems to suggest that the SA banks are still in quite a good space. Then amongst those, we, ha- we also had the more defensive stocks like a ShopRite, the kind of company that you think will be able to deliver profits even while inflation is going up and consumers are being squeezed. Those companies doing well. The bottom of the table, the, the platinum miners, I think they need people to be buying cars and that's becoming a bit of a concern even as the car companies still struggle to produce cars these days. So that's the kind of picture that we had this um, today. Yeah, and it's quite encouraging. I was looking at Business Times yesterday and just looking at the list of potential listings over the next year for the JSE. And we're seeing a few delays in terms of listings. People are waiting for markets to settle down a little bit. And goodness knows if and when that happens. But uh, Coca-Cola Africa has already told us due to macroeconomic conditions, they're postponing their listing. Um, but there's Cedibello Resources, there's Fidelity Security, African Bank wants to come back to the market, Premier Foods, and then, of course, Outsurance, I don't know if it's a new listing because it's essentially RMI, Rand Merchant Insurance, um, but it is, there is some activity and there is some interest in listing, which I think has come, will come as a bit of a relief to the JSE, which has taken quite a lot of strain. Absolutely. We've had a shrink in the, in the listings. We've had, a, we've had a couple of tough years on the JSE in general, and I think the, the, the state of the market, so the enthusiasm, um, of the market uh, for new listings, I think, is a is the key determinant in, in when you want to list. Because, after all, if you're the, the owner of a company bringing it to market, you only really have one opportunity to cash in. So you need a, a stronger stock market. We've had a fairly good stock market. I mean, this year is now slid into, into negative territory. We've had a, a better stock market. And that, I think, has sparked people saying, right, this is a good time. Let's try and get those listings away. Yeah, look, it, it can't come a moment too soon um, based on how many delistings we have seen from the JSE. And I suppose if there was one little silver lining on the day, that silver lining came in the form of an oil price, which has um, come off quite sharply. Oil price down to $112, $113 a barrel, still high, 
by historical standards, but it's the sort of movement we need to see sustained in order to take a little bit of pressure off the inflationary picture because probably by the end of this week, we're going to be outside of the Reserve Bank's target range of 3 to 6% on the wrong side. Higher than 6% inflation this week is what I'm expecting. I don't know about you. Definitely. I think we're going to continue to see... um Strong inflation prints, and we're going to continue to see rates edging up. The one interesting thing out of this is that the gap in our inflation rates and our interest rates between um, ourselves and that of our major trading partners, if you just look at the difference between um, home loans in the U.S. and home loans in South Africa, that used to be enormous, and that gap has closed substantially, and it's, um, it's something that we're quite used to in our economy. It's not something that they're used to on the other side. So while interest rates go up, it's actually hurting, in many respects, the developed markets more than it's hurting us. Um, we're not even back to where we were pre, um, pre-COVID yet. So the definitely lower oil price um, is, a, is a good thing for markets, um, good thing for economies, and it'll give people, it'll give um, the Federal Reserve a little bit of pause as to how fast they raise interest rates. Thank you very much to Arthur Karras. Arthur is with the Old Mutual Investment Group. He is a portfolio manager on the line to us this evening from Cape Town. I also see today that Warren Buffett announced that he has donated about $4 billion worth of uh, Berkshire Hathaway stock to his...